It's really exciting what God's doing in our youth group and excited for their, their mission trip they're taking and uh, God's going to change their lives because of it. And it's just the first of many with these years to come. If you have teenagers, junior high or high schoolers, make sure they're plugged into what God's doing here at the CN, uh, CFTN youth group. Uh, both Conrad and Azul are just wonderful leaders who, who kind of grew up in the church, met each other, fell in love, and now are leading that ministry. Today, I'm honored to introduce to you a very special guest, Jeremiah Johnson, who has a rich history of church planning, establishing healthy ministries, discipling fivefold leaders and saints. He's a best-selling author of multiple books. I'm going to ask him to pray for me. I've written multiple books that are not best-selling. It still could happen, Jeremiah. He's written multiple books, best-selling books, ministered throughout the entire United States and across 25 other nations. It's impressive when you consider he's still in his 30s, I believe, he's young. Jeremiah is also a popular television guest at a 700 Club, Daystar, TBN, Sid Roth, Supernatural, God TV. Today, Jeremiah resides in Kannapolis, North Carolina, where he oversees the Altar Global, the Altar School, and the Ark Fellowship. Would you please stand your feet and welcome to Phoenix, Arizona, Prophet Jeremiah Johnson. Amen. Well, good morning. You can be seated. Oh, wow. Well, I shared a, a message in the first service called Cleansing and Glory. And I've been stewarding a encounter that the Lord has given me in a prophetic word for 2024 called the Valley of Decision. Has anybody heard that or seen that? It's been circulating online. But as we were in worship in this second service, the Spirit of the Lord just came on me and I believe wants me to give a prophetic message in this service. So here we go. I would encourage you, can they watch the, the service this morning, the nine? Okay, I think that one's important and that you should watch that. But I feel really strongly that the Spirit of the Lord wants to bring a divine disruption into this atmosphere. <clears throat> Before I, I get into the message, I do want to bring you greetings from our movement, the Altar Global, and north of Short Charlotte, North Carolina, just about 20 minutes. God has given us a mandate to prepare the bride of Christ for his second coming. We do this through conferences and a school, and we take trips to Israel and Greece. And um, for anyone that wants to join us on the Greece trip, you still can join us. There's going to be, a, should be a slide that, that the team has. But we're going to Athens. The Lord told me to build him an altar in Athens. We're going to do Corinth, Mars Hill, Thessaloniki, uh, have a conference there. If anybody here would want to join us on that trip, my wife and I are going to be leading a team there. It's open to folks uh, all over the world and uh, would love to have you. 
if that's uh, something that the Lord is putting on your heart. And then you'll also see a QR code. If you want to jump on our email list, you want to stay updated with what we're doing around the nation, where I'm traveling and all those things, you can also just scan that QR code, jump on the list, promise you won't get spammed, and uh, we'll just journey together in what God is doing in the earth. Have a couple of books out there uh, on the table. I don't have anything special. No, uh, I'll pray for you that you'll be a best-selling author, but I don't have any kind of recipe or anything like that. I uh, just write the encounters that the Lord has given me. Uh, my most recent book is called The Warrior Bride. Had an amazing dream where I saw a woman in a white dress with commando boots on. And there was a sound of war in the end times, and God began to show me five demonic strategies that Satan is going to unleash against the end time church and how we can overcome them and get the victory. So several books out in the lobby if you want to get those after service. All right, let's pray together. I want to just ask the Holy Spirit just to touch our hearts. If you feel led to pray for me during the service, please do. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not going to lie to you. But I believe that they that prophesy, prophesy according to their level of faith. And I just believe that the Holy Spirit is here today to put his power on display. I believe that the, the Lord, the Spirit of the Lord is here to break the power of the religious spirit. The Lord said to me, the Lord said to me, the chain breakers are in this room. I want you to turn to your neighbor and say, the chain breakers are in this room. There's some chain breakers here. And some of us need to understand that God didn't get you off alcohol so that you could talk about being off alcohol. God got you off alcohol so that you could break the chains of alcoholism off somebody else. Pray with me. Jesus, we just give you these next few moments here in this sanctuary. And God, I ask that you would do everything that's in your heart to do this morning, that you would break the power of addiction. Lord, we drive a lukewarm spirit out of this place. Lord, I ask that you would set this church on fire. Lord, we pray that all the prayers that the intercessors have prayed for this church for years, we declare that 2024, we're passing through the door into the inner courts. And we prophesy household salvation. Lord, we thank you that prodigals are coming home. We thank you that marriages are being reconciled. We thank you that the Esthers and Deborahs are going to lift up their voice and set captives free. We call men to the front lines as heads of their home. And we break every lazy, lying spirit off of men in this room. We pray for Holy Ghost conviction and confrontation to begin to fall. I want you to begin to pray in the Holy Spirit. Help me just begin to stir up this atmosphere. If you haven't been baptized in the Holy Spirit, just begin to pray in English. But Lord, we say your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Holy Spirit, we ask that you would come with gospel transforming power this morning. 
Come and save, come and heal, come and deliver. Every spirit of suicide go in Jesus' name. Every tormenting devil, I command you to leave this place in Jesus' name. Every spirit of perversion, we say you will not enter into 2024. I bind the spirit of pornography in Jesus' name, and you will lose your hold now in Jesus' name. Every spirit of witchcraft, the occult, every hex, right now fall to the ground in Jesus' name. Every devil that's been assigned to families we rebuke you in the name of Jesus we prophesy over Phoenix rise O Phoenix rise from the dead for the resurrection power of Lazarus is upon you says the Lord and I am calling you out of your caves for it's not too late today is your day of power and the Lord says to those who have waited to those who have labored get ready for the joy of the Lord is going to be your salvation. And I will sweep through this city, says the Lord, and I will deal decisively with addiction. I will deal decisively with heroin and cocaine. For the Lord says, I'm going to turn drug dealers into hope dealers, says the Lord. And I'm going to come to the high schools. I'm going to come to the elementary schools. And I'm going to put a silence on violence. The Lord says, I'm going to put a silence on violence in Phoenix. Come on, somebody give Jesus a round of applause. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. I want to read 2 Samuel. Verse 12, 2 Samuel 6, 12. Now it was told to King David, saying, The Lord has blessed the house of Obed-Edom, and all that belongs to him on account of the ark of God. And David went and brought up the ark of God from the house of Obed-Edom into the city of David with gladness. And so it was that when the bearers of the ark of the Lord had gone six places, he sacrificed an ox and a fatling. And David was dancing before the Lord with all his might. And David was wearing a linen ephod. So David and all the house of Israel were bringing up the ark of the Lord with the shouting and the sound of a trumpet. Then it happened as the ark of the Lord came into the city of David that Michael or Michal, the daughter of Saul, looked out of the window and saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord, and she despised him in her heart. I want to talk to you this morning for a few minutes about the clash concerning the spirit of revival and the spirit of religion. When Jesus came into the synagogue in Luke chapter 14, he opened up the scroll and he quoted from Isaiah. 
He said, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me. He's anointed me to preach the good news, to bind up the brokenhearted and proclaim freedom to the captives. I've always found it interesting that Jesus doesn't read this passage of Scripture on the Mount of Beatitudes. Rather, he goes into the church of his day and says, I've come to set the captives free. In other words, there are two types of captives. There are captives to sin, and then there are captives to the religious spirit. And I want to expose the religious spirit to you this morning because I believe the chain breakers are in this room. I believe that this church is destined to be a revival center. I believe the Lord said to me that out of the school of ministry, I'm going to raise up fire brands and flame throwers. I believe that there's a fire that God wants to burn through this house so that he might get the glory in Phoenix. The religious spirit has a form of godliness but denies its power. The religious spirit is okay with Sunday morning Christianity, but the religious spirit is terrified of lifestyle Christianity. The religious spirit is the author of a demonic doctrine called cessationism. The religious spirit says that the gifts of the Holy Spirit are not for today. The religious spirit comes to restrict. The religious spirit comes to constrain. The religious spirit comes to choke the life of God out of his people. The number one enemy of the religious spirit is the Holy Spirit. And God is raising up a Holy Spirit filled. I'm saying tongue talking. I'm talking demon casting out. Out. I'm talking about laying hands on the sick. If you want to make the religious spirit mad, go ahead and walk in kingdom power and authority. And I've come here this morning in the spirit of the Lord to awake many of you, yes, to disturb others of you. For the Lord would say today is not the day to hang out. Today is the day to get up off your keister and begin to praise me, says the Lord. For I did not deliver you off of drugs so that you could create distance between your past. For the Lord says, I got you off drugs so that you might lay hands on the drug addicts and you might bind the spirit of addiction off of them. The Lord says, I didn't deliver you off of the streets so you could get comfortable in the church. I delivered you off of the streets so that I could send you back to the streets full of Holy Spirit power. It's time to take authority over the demonic realm rather than yield the members of your body as slaves to unrighteousness. For the Lord says, surely I am releasing lightning strikes in 
America, and I am blazing a path for a new generation to come forth that will not be bound in religion, who will not settle for less than what my resurrection power has given to them. But the Lord says today you've got to choose in January 2024 who you're going to serve. For I am freeing you from the fear of man. I am delivering you from lukewarm family members. I am setting the captives free in my house. And the Lord says today is the day of joy. I'm making religious devils mad right now because the religious spirit hates joy. There's too many miserable Christians in the church today who are looking at me right now. How did the religious spirit get into the church? I'll tell you, it's called a false gospel. I want to tell you that there's a false gospel being preached in the church in the West. It's called the gospel of accommodation. The real gospel of Jesus Christ is a gospel of self-denial. Jesus said, deny yourself, pick up your cross, and follow me. There is a false gospel of accommodation that people are accepting across the land that invites them to invite Jesus into their heart as Savior, but not Lord. And I want to tell you the truth today of the gospel that Jesus came he died, he rose again, and he gave all of himself for all of you and I. The religious spirit has primary targets. I believe that the religious spirit primarily tries to attack people who once had a radical testimony for the devil. I'm going to talk a few minutes about stuff we don't like to talk about in the church. But if I'm going to get you activated and trained and sent out, we're going to have to go there. Is that okay? Do we have any people in the house of God this morning that have a radical testimony for the devil? I'm talking about B.C. days. Okay, this is your before Christ days. Many people in the house of God, when you hear them, you go on a mission trip. I'm a PK, so my dad was like, you don't have a choice. You're going to the mission field. You're spoiled, you know, all of that. So we'd go on the mission field, and, you know, people would stand up, and they finally got their chance to give their story, give their testimony. And people get up, and they glorify the devil for 15 minutes and say, I got saved for one, and sit down. I was this and I was that and then I got saved. Let me tell you something. Everything that you did before you got saved is not your testimony. It's your history. But the reason why we often go back and talk about our history is because we have no current testimony. We talk so much 
about how we used to serve the devil. In fact, we did pretty good. Listen, it's all coming out today, okay? You don't have to smile and hug your wife when you hate her. I mean, I'm talking about we're driving out hypocrisy in the church. The religious spirit thrives in hypocrisy and religious games. The religious spirit thrives in three songs and a nice message because sermonettes produce Christianettes. Okay, I'm talking about when we move into a realm of revival and transformation, we say, Holy Spirit, you can do whatever that you want whenever that I want, whenever that you want. Because I remember, can you say, I remember? remember. See, I remember the days when I once served the devil. There are people in this room, you didn't go out of your house till midnight or 1 a.m. until the real fun got started. And before Christ, many of us knew no boundaries. We knew no limitations. We don't remember how many drinks, how many drugs, how many men and women. We were on fire for the devil. I said the religious spirit has primary targets. And the religious spirit targets people who once had a radical testimony for the devil and says, let me introduce you to the false gospel. Individuals who once didn't care who knew they were on drugs... Their addiction was so deep that everybody knew that they were addicted. All of a sudden, when they come to God, now we have to close our eyes. With all heads bowed and eyes closed, if you want to accept Jesus, just lift up your hand. You know, the problem with that is, is you just openly sinned with your head up and your eyes open. You just serving the devil didn't care who knew or how much. But all of a sudden, we want to come to God in secret when we once served the devil publicly. It's quiet in here. Anybody used to go buy beer on Fridays as soon as you got saved? Excuse me, when you weren't saved? Hopefully you're not saved doing that. It's amazing. You're in workplace environments. People get checks. The very first thing they do is go to the liquor store and blow all their money. But these same people, when they get saved, go crazy when people take up tithes and offerings. They can't stand the thought of giving God 20 bucks when they would blow 200 every Friday. What happened? It's called the religious spirit. Any clubbers in here? Uh Uh-oh. Any ex-dancers? Any ex-clubbers? See, my challenge has been I know some of these people. So you were once on the dance floor grinding out, losing your mind, and then you get saved with these people, and now you're in the house of God, and this is what they look like. Lord, I give you my heart. 
And you're like, I know you. Can you like move your hips a little bit? Because four years ago, your hips were doing things in a demonic cave called the club that now apparently you're in the house of God and you lost your rhythm. Or what about some men in here? Ladies, isn't it crazy that your man could go crazy for a football team? Whether it's you're in a hunting region of the U.S., you're in football, they yell and shout and scream at a TV, but apparently can't open up their mouth in the house of God. What It's called the religious spirit. It constrains. It constricts. There's something about radical that the religious spirit hates. And then now, I mean, we got to be out of church in an hour because no one has an attention span. I mean, we got to get them in and out because people have things to do and places to go. I mean, that's funny. You used to not care what time it was. Folks, it's called idolatry. We must expose a religious spirit that is strangling and crippling a generation of men and women who are destined for revival. Why is it that many of us once served the devil better than we've ever served God? The sacrifices we made, the places we drove, the money we blew, the things in that we were doing compelled by an evil sin nature, serving our father the devil, that now we have been liberated from the dominion of darkness. Oh, somebody say hallelujah. I've been delivered from the dominion of darkness. And Jesus Christ has come and he has broken the chains, the shackles that once bound me. And he didn't deliver me from sin so I could find a good church and rot on the back pew. He set me free from sin so that he might fill me with himself, that he might give me fire, so that he might give me a spiritual language. Come on, some of you need to be begin to shout. Some of you need to begin to cry aloud and say, thank you, Jesus, that you saved me, that you healed me, that you delivered me. Lord, I'm asking that you would break religious shackles off the church in Phoenix. Lord, we pray for a Holy Ghost rumble to hit your house once again. Come on, I'm looking for some firebrands. I'm looking for some sold out, Holy Ghost bots. Come on, somebody shout Jesus. Jesus died for more than a couple of bucks on Sunday. 
Jesus died for more than a shit about a Hyundai. Jesus died for all of you. And it's in these hours that we live in that we're seeing the religious spirit dealt with. We're seeing chain breakers rise up. It says that David desired to bring the ark, the presence of God, back into Jerusalem. I wish I could lie to some of you right now and tell you that when you catch fresh fire of the Holy Ghost, that your family and friends are going to like it. But I want to prophesy to you today, in fact, when you catch the real fire, if everybody likes it, it's not real fire, it's counterfeit fire. There's something about the fire of God that burns brightly. And listen, you're not offending them. The fire on you is making their demons tremble. Folks, I feel something in this atmosphere to call you to the front lines. I break every intimidating, every bullying spirit off of your life that's caused you to shrink back from the radical man and woman of God that he's destined you to be. I break the fear of man off of you. Those of you who are under threats from drug dealers, you're under threats from people that if you sell out to the kingdom will come for your family. In the name of Jesus, I break every lie off of your life. And I say you're coming out of drugs today. You're coming out of alcohol today. You're coming out of perversion today in the name of Jesus. The Lord says, I called you from your mother's womb. My hand has been on your life all these years. And if you'll only come down to the front today, I will deliver you. I will set you free. I will put a new song in your mouth. You will no longer be tormented by the devil, but you will be full of the fire of God. I'm telling you, there's people in this room. You need to get down to the front. You need to surrender your life to Jesus. You need to go all in for the gospel. You need to quit playing games with religion and know that God so loved the world that he gave his his one and only Son, that whoever so believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. I'm talking to you about chain breakers being in this room. The Lord's going to mantle you with Holy Ghost power. Come on, these altars are open. Some of you that are sitting need to be standing up. You need to be crying out for a lost loved one. You need to declare today is the day of salvation. Come on, let's just begin to lift our voices. We just proclaim Jesus is king. And every demon in hell must bow to the name of Jesus. We break the back of addiction in Jesus' name. Every spirit of lust, I command you to come up and out in Jesus' name. I'm telling you, there's people today coming to the Lord. But there are people in this room, you know the Lord, but you're bound by a religious spirit. 
and the Lord wants to set you free today. Let's just lift up our hands. Brother, can you play for a minute? I'm just going to wait on the Lord. If you have a prayer language, just pray in the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you that you're here. Thank you that you're with us. Thank you that you're breaking shackles of religion today. Thank you that you're breaking sin cycles. Lord told me in this service to break the power of witchcraft. Listen to me before you clap. It's connected to the rebellion your kids are in. The Bible says that rebellion is the sin of witchcraft. Some of you are under the power of witchcraft because you have children who are not serving God, who are manipulating you and controlling you, trying to get you off of speaking the truth to them. And the Lord says that you will not cower, you will not bend to the carnal cravings of your children this year. You will no longer enable their video game addiction. Lord, I pray for every father in this room who's addicted to video games and entertainment. Come on, I'm talking about generational curses being broken and generational blessing being released. If you have felt a power of witchcraft, you're dealing with rebellious children, teenagers, young adults, and it's challenging a revival spirit in you that wants more, and you're struggling, I want you to lift your hands. Let's pray together. God, we break the power of witchcraft, which is rebellion. And I pray for grace to navigate 2024. I hear the Lord saying, hold the line. Do you want revival or do you want to be relevant? I, I, I hear this evil spirit that's trying to talk to parents and grandparents about just be relevant, just be cool, just be their friend. The Holy Spirit is reversing that curse and saying, do you want truth? Do you want revival? Do you want to really love them? The religious spirit hates female voices. There's something about men that the religious spirit doesn't mind. In fact, you can be in the most dry church service where you can even hear a rat pee on a cotton ball. I mean, this brother has no oil. 
And he's going on and on and on and no one's upset. But the moment an anointed woman of God takes the stage, every religious devil in hell begins to manifest. And I want to prophesy to the daughters of this house that the religious shackles and chains that have silenced your voice will silence you no longer. I break every word curse that has been spoken over the daughters of God. I repent to you as a male leader in the body of Christ for male leaders that have told you to sit down and shut up. And I prophesy the Esthers and Deborahs are going to come forth in America. And there's a showdown coming in America. The Esthers and Deborahs are being asked to confront a radical Jezebel feminist agenda in America. It's going to go all the way from the White House to the schoolhouse. And women in this hour are being raised up to break the shackles of religion. And the Lord says, some of you, your husband hasn't been listening, but he's about to listen now. Would you step on the platform? Just lift up your hands. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for generational legacy. And I thank you for the power of God that's hovering and resting upon your daughter. And we just prophesy this year that blueprints. The Lord says you've been interconnected, but I'm about to connect you to an outer circle. For the Lord says what I'm going to do with women in this house will not just be contained to this house. For the Lord says you will rally women from this house all the way to the White House. So the Lord would say to you, step into your place. For even as you're serving alongside of your husband, the Lord says there is yet room for your voice in this house like you've not even yet realized. Be strong and courageous for I will fight for you all the days of your life and I will do, I will do everything that I've promised you. In Jesus' name. Come on, let's lift up a shout for our sisters. Come on. Sir, will you lift up your hands? The Lord would say to you today, I'm marking you. I'm marking you with eternal glory. And even as my hands have been placed upon you in different seasons, the Lord says, I now leave my hands on you 
for life. And the Lord says there will no longer be ups and downs. There will no longer be good seasons and bad seasons for I have called you to be a man of the altar. The Lord says that you are destined as a man of prayer. That even as you begin to contend in the place of prayer, the Lord says, I'm releasing a firebrand anointing upon you so that you might be used to break the back of addiction in this city and in this region. For I see you going out onto the streets and preaching the gospel without fear and without intimidation. And the Lord says, as I do with you, it'll be like a prophetic word to this generation. There are signs and wonders, but the Lord says you will be a sign that makes people wonder. Yes, Sir, the Lord says you're mine. All the prophetic words that have been locked up in heaven for you are going to begin to flow today. And in the name of Jesus, I prophesy to you that God has had his hands on you, even in your mother's womb. And that your life is not a mistake. Your life is not a coincidence. And the Spirit of the Lord today is setting a path before you. And the Lord says that you have a radical DNA that I've given you, and you will never fit into lukewarm. The Lord says, I called you out of the fire, and I'm placing my fire upon you today. And in the name of Jesus, I break every demonic decree, every spirit of witchcraft. In the name of Jesus, who the sun sets free is free indeed. Every curse of death that's been placed on your life, I command it to go right now in Jesus' name. The last thing I want to tell you is that the religious spirit hates radical praise and worship. There's something about just sticking to the words on the screen that doesn't make religion mad. But the moment people begin to dance, the moment people begin to shout, the moment people begin to clap your hands, all you people, lift up your voice with a shout of triumph. Come on, for some of you, they won't understand your dance, but they don't know your deliverance. I said they can make fun of your dance, but they don't know your deliverance. And I just think on the count of three, we need to go wild for Jesus. We need to put the devil on notice in 2024 that who the sun sets free is free indeed. So if you can help me, Phoenix, one, two, three. Come on, come on, come on. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. All that is within me, bless his holy name. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus.
should have grabbed the hand of the person next to you. I'm prophesying to you, this is a house of revival. The firebrands and the flamethrowers are coming. And there's a radical worship. There's a radical female voice tell you what else makes the religious spirit mad is generous giving God I pray a spirit of generosity over this house I'm talking about generous in worship generous in serving generous in giving Lord deliver us today if you're here this morning and you need to give your life to Jesus. I know there was many of you that ran down to the front, but some of you, if you died tonight, you're not certain where you'd spend eternity. Maybe you prayed a prayer one time and there's continual and habitual, a lifestyle of sin. And today, the Lord is saying, it's the day of salvation. I believe people are going to be born again for the first time many people here it's time to rededicate your life to Christ that's you in here I just want you to slip your hand up you want to give your life to Jesus or you want to rededicate your life to him all hands are all over the room who else you've heard the trumpet blast today you've heard a clarion call from above saying I love you, you're mine. If somebody's hand is lifted, I want you to just stretch your hand to them. And again, guys, I'm a big proponent of, hey, if I once serve the devil with my hands up, I'm not giving my life to Jesus in private. Jesus said, if you're ashamed of me in public, I'll be ashamed of you before the Father. I'm looking for some firebrands. I'm looking for some warriors. I'm looking for some people that are all in. If somebody's lifting their hands, just begin to pray. If your hand is raised, I want to invite you in your own words to say, Jesus, I repent of my sins. It's real simple. Jesus would rather you just have a heartfelt prayer than reciting rhetoric. I want to encourage you, repent of your sins. What does it mean to repent? Turn away. Delete their numbers. Throw the drugs away. Throw your computer out the front door if you're addicted to porn. Get rid of it. Lord, we repent of our sins and we turn away. And now, Jesus, we invite you into our life as a Lord and Savior all over this room. Miracle of salvation is here. God entering the human heart. Lord, we believe that you died for our sins. You that knew no sin became sin, that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We put our faith in your resurrection, that you're alive, and that you're coming again. Scriptures say, 
that when souls are born into the kingdom, the way I like to say it is there's massive parties that break out in heaven. And I just believe what Jesus said on earth as it is in heaven. And if they're celebrating in heaven because one life has turned to Christ, surely today you and I could celebrate the salvations that are happening in this room. Can you do that with me? certain that the church here has a, a process your yes starts your path to discipleship I'd encourage you to connect with a pastor or a leader here as you begin your journey thank you so much for your prayers and your love and for having us from Charlotte North Carolina God bless you guys thank you wow was that not an awesome word from Prophet Jeremiah? Can you guys thank him for being here with us and, e and Ethan? We wanna call the prayer team down now, please. If you can come forward. And we just wanna invite anyone that needs ministry and prayer that you would come down in a moment. We're gonna worship for a moment as our prayer team comes down. We love you. Have an awesome week. Have a blessed day. Go out in God's might and power today. In Jesus' name.